Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Lady Boss Lounge. I'm your host, Maren Barnard, and I am ready to talk all things business with you. Join me as I share tangible business tips, marketing strategies, and the real talk about what it takes to build a successful business, as well as overcoming those obstacles you will be facing while building your own network marketing business. So girl, let's get started. Wow, welcome, welcome here today. I can't even begin to tell you how excited and a little bit nervous I am at the same time to have you here today. You know, it has taken me so long to pull the trigger on this podcast, but I finally got out of my own way and I've done it. It just showed me once again that it doesn't matter how successful you might be in one area, the minute you step out of your comfort zone, a whole lot of new insecurities will come up and it takes a lot of courage to push through them if you want to take yourself and your business to the next level. So I am really excited to be launching this podcast finally today. Over the years, I would get messages from women all the time asking me to help them in different areas of their business and I noticed that things that are common sense to me is not necessarily common sense to others and that's when the idea of starting a podcast was born. I realized that it was a tool that I could use to not only share my knowledge I've built up over the years but help other women in business all over the world. So my aim with every episode will be to give you some actionable steps to take away and implement into your business straight away. Now today's episode will be a little different from the others as today I would like to share with you why I started this podcast, who this podcast is for and to really introduce myself to you so you and I can get to know each other a little better. I would love to share my business experience and the lessons I've learned along the way and how I am now implementing those lessons into my network marketing business. So let's get started. Now, I'm not sure how you found me today, but I am so excited that you have decided to join me. So let's have a look to see if this podcast is the right one for you. If you are looking to get involved in the network marketing industry, or maybe you have a network marketing business and you are looking to grow your business, or maybe your business is rocking, but you are ready to take it to the next level, and maybe you're just struggling in certain areas of your business then this podcast is for you. I have now been involved in the network marketing industry for six years. I am a seven-figure earner in our industry and have experienced all the ups and downs that goes with creating a business. It has not been smooth sailing and I know the daily struggles and obstacles that myself and my beautiful team of ladies face every day and I realize that there are so many other women out there going through the same stuff. So... I thought to myself, why not create a rolling university where we can all learn together while running kids around or going to the gym? Yes, multitasking at its finest. And yes, that will definitely be a subject we'll be covering. So a little bit about me, my background and how I ended up in network marketing. Like I said, my name is Maren Barnard. I've actually lived in four different countries, starting in South Africa. Yes, this is my very Afrikaans accent. Then my husband and I moved to the UK. We went back to Zimbabwe, where he is from. And I currently live in Australia on the beautiful Sunshine Coast. I've been married to my husband for 26 years. 
And we have three gorgeous kids, Michaela, who's 22, Callum, who's 20, and Liam, 17. 30 years ago, I left university with a Bachelor of Commerce degree majoring in marketing. My first job out of uni was with IBM in sales, and I went through a three-month intensive IBM sale and marketing course, after which I went on to sell the very first IBM loose-standing personal computer in South Africa called the PS1. Yes, I did not grow up with a laptop. Did I love my job there? Honestly, no. But the good thing that did come out of IBM was I met my future husband there. So quickly, I realized that I wanted more and traveled to the UK with my future husband, Stephen. So for the next four and a half years or so, Stephen and I ended up traveling throughout Europe and America. Um, and the travel bug really bit us. And to be honest, it's never really left us. However, my mum got very sick and we ended up going back to Africa to be closer to our family. And as my husband was from Zimbabwe, we went back there and started farming. Now, I loved the farm life, but quickly got bored and started one of four businesses that I ended up having while living in Zimbabwe. I learned some really valuable lessons from each of these businesses and that's the reason why I actually want to share them with you so that you can see why I ended up and how I ended up in network marketing, why I thought that all the lessons that I learned over the years have basically come to fruition within my network marketing company. So my first business that I had was importing um, underwear or lingerie from the UK. Now there was a real demand for that. Um, living in a third world country, ladies just didn't have access to beautiful things. So with me importing these products, they had the chance to buy themselves and spoil and treat themselves and feel amazing, like we all do when we wear beautiful underwear. However, once they've bought the underwear, they really didn't need to buy from me again for, you know, 12 months, 24 months. So it wasn't really a consumable product. So the first lesson that I learned was that I needed a product that was consumable. I needed to think, what could I do where someone needs to buy more frequently from me? So the second business kind of happened as my life evolved in Zimbabwe. I had my first baby and I noticed that a lot of mums were complaining that it was such a struggle to get disposable nappies or diapers like some of you know might know it. Um, how difficult it was to get hold of them and when you did could get hold of them they were so expensive. So that is what triggered my second business. I went down to South Africa and I started imported importing disposable nappies. Now this one was an absolute winner because as you can imagine those little babies went through those nappies at a rapid rate every single day. So the lesson that I learned out of that one was one definitely get a consumable product and the second one was listen to your customer's pain point and solve that pain point. So then we went on to the third business. Now at the same time, I was getting a little bit bored with selling just nappies and I needed to fuel my creative side. So I decided to start painting tablecloths. I would take these tablecloths to the markets over the weekends and even though I loved the creative side, it was extremely time consuming. So the lesson I learned out of that one was that if I was going to put the time and the effort into trying to create a successful business, I might as well get paid to the max. 
Now, my fourth business, I discovered a massive need for the local indigenous small-scale growers to get their paprika crops to the capital city in Harare, which was about 150 kilometers away from where we were living. Now, just to paint the picture a little bit at the time, what was going on in the country, the country was in turmoil. There was no fuel. There were very little food on the shelves. There was no, actually no cash money in the country. So these um, workers would have to wait for days and days sometimes to catch the bus to town. Now, first of all, most of them would live, say, a good five to ten kilometers away from the main roads. So they first had to get their um, paprika bales to the main roads to then get them on the buses to be able to take them to the capital where they could sell them and then get paid for that. So what would happen is they would sometimes wait, like I said, wait days and days for these buses to arrive. Um, then they had the expense of overnight stay and food in the capital because they got given checks most of the times and because the banks didn't have money, they would have to queue and just wait and wait and wait until there was finally enough money for them to get paid because for most of them, they are indigenous. They don't have bank accounts um, where they could deposit these checks. So I started buying up their paprika and I actually then paid them in cash money instantly. Now, I love this business because I only did it on a Saturday morning from 7 o'clock in the morning till lunchtime. On my first Saturday, I had two farmers that came and sold their crop to me. But there's this amazing thing called the Bush Telegraph in Africa. And I'm telling you, if there's one system that works, that's the one. The following Saturday, I had over 100 small-scale growers arrive at our doorstep. Needless to say, I was on to another winner. And once again, the lesson that I learned from this business was when you focus on helping others, your business will turn into a success. Now we, like many other commercial farmers in Zimbabwe, were impacted by the illegal land occupations and we finally lost our farm after four years of upheaval. We decided to immigrate to Australia to give our three young children at the time a better future. Moving to Australia was probably one of the hardest things I have ever had to do. Apart from having to leave our family behind, trying to do business in a country you don't know was a massive learning experience for me. My first venture in Oz was bringing in skateboards. Now remember those ripsticks, those two-wheeler skateboards that could move forward and backward? Well, I imported 2,000 of those and having no business experience in Australia, I quickly came to realization that there was a huge monopoly where big companies force small business owners to buy from them um, if, they want to, if they want to be able to buy or order any of their other products. So needless to say, it was a failure, but really good learning curve for me. Plus the bonus was the last 100 boards got donated actually to the Salvos a week before Christmas. I was so over having these boards in my garage. But then my hubby and his partners had a very successful property development business and I started a property management business for their investors. Then disaster struck for us again and my husband and his partners got taken to the cleaners. I won't go into that, but we needed to make a plan very quickly. He got a job on the mines and I got a job locally, which paid me around about $700 a week. Now this whole transition had a massive impact on us as a family and the next three years was an extremely difficult time for us. 
stress levels were through the roof. We were constantly fighting over money and our relationship for the first time ever was taking a lot of strain. I knew things had to change and it had to change quickly. Now I was looking at lots of options to create a new business. I mean, I knew I could do it, but I just didn't know what to do. Everything I, everything I looked at needed a lot of money. And that was the one thing that this time we didn't have. I also looked at numerous direct selling companies, but after doing my due diligence, I just couldn't see how these companies were going to replace my husband's income and bringing home. Yes, I could make $400, $500 a week from it, but it just wasn't going to be enough to make a huge impact in what we needed. Now, my health was taking a toll. And a friend actually reached out and that was the beginning of my network marketing career. Now, just to put the record straight, I was totally anti-network marketing. I didn't want anything to do with it. But then I noticed that some money got paid into my bank account and I couldn't understand why I was getting a refund from this company. Only to be told that it was a commission for my husband who also ordered some products and started on the program. That's when I started googling everything I could day and night and educated myself on this company and what it was all about. I can clearly remember the night I called my husband on the mines and said, I've found the way we are going to get you off the mines. Now, a long story short, 12 months later, he was home. So that's my journey that finally got me into network marketing. However, I did learn a lot of things along the way. I learned that network marketing is a completely different ballgame than a traditional business. I learned that I needed to learn new skills in this industry that I didn't have before. I learned that as long as I showed up on a consistent basis and I took action, my business would grow. And probably the most important thing I learned was that if I treated this business like a real business, it would start paying me like a real business. But in saying all that, I did find a problem. Many women who were coming into this industry having never owned a business in their life before. They have either been housewives, mums or employees and never learned what it took to build a successful business. And that is where I have found my sweet spot in helping women who don't know those skills, to teach them and coach them. Anyone can do this business. As long as they are coachable, they are open-minded, they show up consistently, have ambition and drive, have a good work ethic, prepare to follow a system, and last but not least, you've got to have a massive why. There has never been a better time in history for women to start their own business. I truly believe this. They can determine their own income and you can create a great future for yourself. For the first time, you can dream of how you would like your life to look like. And you can go ahead and you can actually create it as long as you put in the work. So in this podcast, I will be sharing the ups and the downs I went through in this business to create a multiple six-figure income a year, the skills you need to make it in this business, the marketing and sales techniques, the social media advice, and by no means do I think I'm an expert there. And also, I will bring you some amazing female leaders in our industry to tell you and share with you how they've built their businesses and what was their nuggets that they've learned along the way. 
So in the upcoming episode, I'm going to share with you how to choose a network marketing company, what to look out for, because you know, at the end of the day, we get bombarded with people asking us to join their companies. And if you've never been in this industry, it is really, really hard to make that decision and to decide whether you're actually joining a good company or not. Well, I am so excited that you came here today and that you joined me because I truly believe that if we as women stand together, we can have such a massive impact on women around the world to help them create financial independence through this amazing business model called network marketing. And together we can impact so many different lives. So that is it for me for this week. Thank you so much for joining me and going on this journey with me. And I cannot wait to hear your success story along the way. Now, if you haven't already grabbed your free copy of my network marketing blueprint, then head over to my website at maranbarna.com forward slash blueprint and download it today. I hope you have an awesome week, my friend, and I will see you next week. enjoyed this episode and want to stay tuned for more please hit the subscribe button and leave me a review i will be so grateful you know that way we can support more women around the world to create successful network marketing businesses